I'm Chris. I'm also Chris. And we are your friends with benefits. Hashtag FWB podcast on all your social medias. You can join the conversation anytime at 270-883-1617. We're ready to believe you. You know, that's better than it has any right to be. It is a pants-free party on this Tuesday, <laughs> and I want you to know that uh, it came up on my YouTube recommended. I think YouTube can definitely hear us when we do our uh, our shows because YouTube came up with the recommendation of the uh, the race draft when you said it with this song, and like it cracked me up because I was like, "Oh, he just said it," and then uh, so I watched it, and it was it was damn funny. So that cracked me up. Such a good skit. That was so good. Uh, so it is, again, Tuesday. As it seems to come around once a week, we are back. I am Chris. I am also Chris. And we are your favorite podcast. Favorite podcast. We are your friends with benefits. Buddy, yep. I'm waiting to hear that sweet, sweet sound. Uh, you know it's ready, too. Oh... There it is. This is a, an, an oldie that I've had on the show before, but it's okay. the Neon Rainbow uh, Om Gang? Om Gang? O-M-M-E-G-A-N-G. Okay. Uh, their New England-style IPA. Oh, it's full of chowder. It's New England-style. That's how we do it in New England. It's filled with chowder. Still delicious. I, I'm trying to think about the disgusting level of chowder beer. <laughs> That's got to be so gross. Uh, also, chowder uh, beer episode title. Yeah, chowder beer. Chowder beer. Chowder beer. Chowder beer. Pass me a chowder beer. Uh, that it's it's top shelf comedy like that that makes us the highest rated podcast on the Talk Nerd Me Podcast Network. To sure. our thousands of listeners across not only these United States, but I don't know if you saw the Twitter feed. I know you did see the Twitter feed because you retweeted oh, yeah. it. You commented on it. To our friends in Italy, the boot-shaped country, making us the overall in the comedy rankings, made this little podcast that could number 136 in the entire boot-shaped country of Italy. We love big your pasta. Europe. Big in Europe. Yeah, we are. We are big in Europe. So number one thirty-six, huge deal for us. Big, big. Uh, I, I saw that like that came across the email, and I was like, "Damn!" Like, there's a lot more than one hundred and thirty-six podcasts in the world, and most of them you can get in Italy. There, I gotta believe there's at least one hundred and thirty-seven. I'm gonna look up the the population of Italy just oh, to make yeah. myself feel good. Yeah. Population of Italy. How many people? How many of those pasta-loving people do we have? 60 million people. Okay. 60 million people. They made us the the comedy podcast number 136 in the country. So thank you to Italy. And we appreciate you listening and tuning in. If I knew how to say thank you, uh, what is thank you in Italian? 
I'm going to look it up uh, because I'm going to say thank you in Italian. I, I don't know, man. I, I don't. I don't know. All right, hold I'm, on. We're I'm, gonna... I'm picking up my slack on uh, forgetting to post the uh, <laughs> the newest episode of Superhero Deep Dive oh, on Instagram. Yeah. So I'm, I'm picking up my slack right now. Do it. All right, here we go. How do you say thank you in Italian? Hmm. Oh yeah. Well, that's easy. Grazie. I should have no, known that one. God, I'm an idiot. Yeah, I should have known that one. So uh, we say that to our Italian listeners, grazie. And because uh, we appreciate their their patronage, making us the number one number one thirty six podcast in all of Italy, the boot shaped country that we love. One, three, six. That's why we love Tony Danza. That's why we love pizza. We love the Sopranos. I love the Sopranos. Uh, we loved the ECW faction, the FBI, oh my the full-blooded Italians. Dude, their music is some of the coolest music that was ever used in wrestling. Unlicensed, of course. But, uh, yeah, they had... Uh, they had a great if you if you go to if you put it in your YouTube machine and you look up um, ECW full blooded Italians theme you will thank me later. That thing has got a sick beat. It's it's awesome. It is the greatest. So uh, it's my it's my favorite like it's my favorite ECW theme song of all time easily. Um, <laughs> Even with even with the Sandman in the running, I don't even care. But, I'll do it. But, but, yeah. But what about Natural Born Killers for your boy New Jack? Ah, uh, well, no, it's still not as good. Fair. Still not as good in. Uh, still not as good. So, buddy, how are you? Man, it has been. An interesting, an interesting week, and because uh, here's the thing, I get I get nostalgic sometimes, you know. Like there's a lot of these, um, a lot of these uh, things are making a comeback, you know. Like everybody's talking about the Friends reunion, like the throwback from the '90s, and you know that I'm a gimmick soda guy, and I was out yep. I was out shopping over the weekend. Um, celebrating uh, the national holiday that happened on Saturday, and so I was, it was a ha- good one. It was it was a I good remembered one. it. Yeah, you you sure did uh, four times, and I appreciate that, buddy, because <laughs> you picked up the slack where other people just fell. Uh, so I appreciate you. I want to publicly tell uh, you that I appreciate you wishing me a happy birthday four times on Saturday. <laughs> I will say also- it. Do you want to know why I have the funniest reason I always remember your birthday? Why? Why is that? Uh, because last year we were getting ready to do a show on, I think it was the 15th. And I, for some reason, I had it in my, my head. Or maybe this was when we were still doing uh, Talk Nerdy to Me. Um, but I had it in my head. I was like, I haven't said it yet. I'm going to say it while we're doing the show. <laughs> I was like, it's going to be great. It's going to be so good. Nope. Nope. So I'm always like, oh, it was a week early. So every time it gets close to like the 13th or 14th, I'm like, it is almost a week until his birthday. <laughs> hey, uh, 
I I go back to uh, we we talk about how I always remember your birthday uh, <laughs> as part of the that that's part we have a, a section in the live show which we we are bringing back uh, very soon. We are finishing up the formatting on that new one, uh, which I have such a sad story about that uh, about your birthday. And um, but no, I appreciate you. Uh, Wishing me a happy birthday on Saturday. That was nice. Um, of course, my dude. And uh, so I was out shopping, and they re-released uh, Pepsi Blue. Nice. And so I got one of those. And uh, but it, it like because I, rem- I like I, I could close my eyes at that point, holding that Pepsi Blue, and I vividly remember in college. In in oh, it would have been oh three that we had a vending machine in the laundry room of the dorm that had Pepsi blue in it. And so when I thought like, I'll, I'll, I'll do that, like I'll think about that. And then I'm like, Oh man. And then me and then this other guy, like me and my RA at the time, like he would always make fun because he'd be like, I think you're the only person that drinks Pepsi blue anymore because it's 2003, man, don't drink Pepsi blue anymore. And so then I'll sit there and I'm like, whatever happened to him? Whatever happened to friggin' R.A. Jesse Osborne? Like, what happened to him? And then, you know, because at one point we were Facebook friends and then we kind of just, like, weren't for some reason. I don't know. I'm guessing that he defriended me because I was boring. And I don't think you're boring, buddy. Well, thanks, man. Uh, and so then I'm like, oh, well, I wonder what happened to him. And then so I'll start to think back. And then part of me, though, is like, it's better not knowing. Because, you know, they say that, like, they, they say that your life has, like, your life is divided into, like, chapters, like a book. Yeah. And they're like, you know, this is your whatever chapter, high school's a chapter, you know, college, whatever. Um, but then there are, like, little chapters inside of those chapters, like a Russian nesting doll. And so some people are only in your life for, like, this really limited window. And they're, like, these characters in in a game or something that show up for like one quest and then they're gone. And then you're always like, I wonder whatever happened to them. And there's a couple people in my life that have like drifted in and drifted out. And sometimes I'll be like, I'll just be like, it'll be the weirdest thing. Like it'll just be like this quiet time, not doing anything. I have no reason to think about them, but I'm like, I wonder what they're doing right now. I wonder how their life is and just what they're doing. Like just how things are going for them. So dude, I had a, uh, an old coworker, right? And we were actually just talking about him. Me and my friend Sean were last weekend. And so we were talking about him. We worked with him. He actually like dated Sean's sister. Okay. And we both have such a like similar story about our last interactions with him. So Sean was like, yeah, I think back in like Oh four Oh five, we ran into each other. We made these plans to go to dinner and uh, you know, I got his number. I texted him. He just never texted me back. I went to the restaurant just to see if maybe he was going to show up. He never showed. So, And then I was like, funny you say that. I ran into him 
in like 06 or 07. And we had literally the exact same thing. I was like, hey, man, I'm off tomorrow. Do you want to get dinner? He's like, sure, man. I'm off at like five. I was like, cool. Do you still have the same number? He's like, yeah. I was like, I made sure I had it. I texted him. He's like, still got yours, too. Texted him the next day. I was like, dude, are you still like down to get uh, dinner or something? He was like, yeah, man. Where do you want to go? We decided somewhere. And nope. Just nope. Jeez. He he still agreed day of and bailed that night. That's crazy. Uh, so follow up to that. About four years later, I went out with a bunch of like old high school friends, and you know made this like Facebook post about it and tagged all of them, and we were over at this like local bar and stuff, and. Uh, Jesse commented on there because we were Facebook friends. He's like, oh, it would have been nice to get an invitation. And at that point, I was kind of inebriated, so I just, like, tagged him back. And I was like, why? So you could not show up after you made plans with all of us? Boom. He unfriended me. Wow. But, like, occasionally I'll, like, you know, he'll come up and, like, when we'll tell stories or, like, talk about, like, you know, dumb shit we did in high school, we'll talk about him. They'll be like, do you know anything that happened to him? It's like, no. It's like, do you really care, though? No, no not really. So. Listen, if it, that's that reminds me of that meme, you know, my favorite meme in the history of memes. And you know which one I'm talking about. The when someone roasts you so bad, and all you can do is mimic <laughs> their laugh like that. Literally. See, I just say it and we both start laughing. Uh, it's so good. It's so, it's so good. Uh, but that's literally what happened is you roasted him so bad. He just like vanished. Yeah, because that's the truth is you just gave him the truth and gone. I think last I heard he has like four kids or something. Nice. Uh, Not for. uh, Yeah, for him, I guess. I mean, I guess (laughs) better than me having any kids. That's for damn sure. (laughs) Jeez. Well, we're going to leave that one alone. Uh, Gosh, (laughs) my best. Can I tell you about my favorite coworker that I've ever had? Yeah. And I I swear like it was the first like job job I ever had. And this guy I have I like I've never had a coworker that I liked working with as much as this guy and I know there are a lot of people out there that are going to listen to this and that I work with or have worked with that are going to be bummed out by this. But let me explain. Allow me to to weave this tapestry for you, if I may, just for a short time. So my buddy, I was in high school and I was 17 and my buddy was a manager at the McDonald's. We've talked about it before. The McDonald's in Yarmouth, Maine, still around. Mm -hmm. And... So he's like, yeah, man, if if you want a summer job, I I can get you a job. I'm the manager. It'll be all good. And so I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, I guess I need need a summer job, and, and, you know, it's fine. So that summer, for about three weeks, I worked at a McDonald's. and For about three weeks? Yeah, because here's where I gave up is this is the story of how I quit is – I was I was in the back and they had assigned a guy to go empty out the trash cans in the lobby. And he 
goes out and they, cause they're like stacked high. They're like overflowing. And he's like, I don't really, I don't want to do this. I'm not, I'm not blah, blah, blah. He puts up a fight and the manager's like, you need to go empty those trash cans. So he goes out and he pulls the trash can out and he goes to pull up the bag and the bag just rips. Oh. And the trash just starts going everywhere and he drops it back in the, in the, like the plastic thing. And he's like, I'm not like the trash container. He's like, I'm not doing this anymore. Blah, 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 blah. And he goes back and he just starts doing a different, like a totally different task. And my, the manager looks at me and is like, I need you to empty out the trash. And I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> I was like, there is no way I'm doing that. There's absolutely no way because now it's spilled out onto the floor. Like it is, it is just a mess. And he's like, no, he's like, you need to do this. He's like, I need you to do this. Like that is a direct order. You need to do it. And I said, no, I, I am not doing that. And he said, either you do it or you're fired. And I said, I will, I uh, no. I said, I'm not doing it. I said, that is disgusting. That's going to take too long. I'm not doing it. And knowing that it was only a summer job, like who cares? Right. Yeah. And so, 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 uh, I quit. I was like, no, I said, I'm not doing it. I said, if you're like, you can't ask somebody else to do that job when they pitch a fit and, and don't do it. Then it's all of a sudden someone else's job. I was like, no, he should do it because he's the one who was originally like you asked him to do it. And he said, no, so why do I have to do it? And he said, you know, you need, I, I'm telling you to do it. And I said, I quit. And I left. And I drove away. But in that time, I worked with a guy. And I swear, like, if, if there was one thing I could remember, like, if, I, if you could tell me that you had the power to let me remember one thing in the history of my life that I have forgotten, it would be his last name. Okay. Because I want to, to, to like look him up and see number one, if he's still alive and number two, how he is more than anything in this world. But I can't remember his last name. I just remember that his name was Dan. Dan, the man. And Dan was the, here's why Dan was like the fucking coolest guy, the coolest coworker ever. First of all, Whenever we would close the store together, we would push all the equipment back and all the little uh, chicken nuggets that would fall in behind, we would play hockey. <laughs> so we would take the little, like, you know, the little, like, dustpan catchers. Yeah. We would set one on each side and we would play hockey with all the nuggets until they were gone and keep score. And then whoever won didn't have to do the, uh, like the, re the real gross, like draining out of all the stuff and carrying out the trash. And like they basically, if you won, you got the easier closed task list. So we would play every night and it was so much fun. He was like, he was in like his late twenties mm -hmm. and I was, of course, you know, I was 17. So like, he was like this cool older guy that like, just didn't give a shit about anything. But the coolest thing about him is like he, he had a bunch of friends in their like late twenties, mid to late twenties. And so he was the guy like, and he was like, I'm, I'm only working here enough. He's like, I, I want to buy this truck. So he's like, I'm not going to be here forever. He's like, I just want to get this truck. I want to get this truck like so bad because he's, he's saving up for this truck. And so, you know, like we, we both know that we're both like temporarily in this job. So we're kind of like, 
you know, we're not taking it as seriously as we should. And we're, you know, uh, probably a ton of OSHA violations, whatever. Not the, not the point. So he's also like in his friends list, all of his friends, like he would come in every day and he's like, oh, another one of my friends is getting married, blah, blah, blah. And so what would happen is one day he took like this big, the way that they ship the food to McDonald's, if you've never seen it, like all the buns and all the, 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 the patties and stuff, they all come in these giant boxes. And like the, okay. the, the buns are in like, uh, like a, like think of like a giant, like bread bag and all the buns are just like stacked on top of each other. But they oh, come, yeah, I mean, we had the same ones at the chicken place yeah. that wasn't open on Sundays. And like, so the boxes are like knee high and they're like, they're really wide. And so one day he takes one home. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, we, we break those down. Like, like it, do, it doesn't matter that you're keeping it, but, like, what's the deal? And he's like, yeah, he's like, all my buddies, they're getting married. And what happens is, because they're getting married, he's like, they give me, I'm like the porn holder. <laughs> like, they all, they all, like, give me their porn to hold and to hold on to when they get married or like when they're in a serious relationship and they don't want like they, they don't want the girl to see. And then like, if, if something happens in the relationship and they want it back, like he gives them back. But like, he's like, I need a box that's this big for all these, these porno tapes. And that's, it's like 1990. It, it was like, it was like 99, 2000. So like, mm-hmm. so they're all like VHS tapes. At this time, because DVD and digital, you know, wasn't a thing. So he has, like, this giant box of just all these porno tapes, right? And he's like, yeah, he's like, all my friends, just, like, one by one, he's like, we would all, as one of us got into, like, a serious relationship, we would basically, like, pass off the porn to somebody else in the group. And so it had all circled now back to him. So he had like all five guys, like all of their porn now together was in like this one. It had to have been like, you know, because those tapes were were expensive. So it had to be like, you know, three or four thousand dollars worth of VHS tapes of porn because it was full. It was like a, you know, a, a two and a half foot tall box that's, that's huge. This is full of porn. So one day. Like one day he's he's in there and and uh, when I found out about the story, he's like, "Man, you need to come over." He's like, "You need to come over to my to my apartment." And I was like, uh, "I mean, I feel like my parents probably wouldn't be okay with me going over to a thirty year old guy's apartment when I'm friggin' seventeen, but whatever." He's like, "I got." He's like, "He's like, I got something for you." Like randomly one day, like long after I had heard about that, he's like, "I got something for you." And I was like, okay, he's like, I'm going to bring it to you. I'm going to bring it to you. And I was like, okay. So he, like, he has this like really shitty, like barely drivable sedan. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I brought you something. It's in the car. It's in the car. Come here. And so like after work, he's like, yeah, yeah, come here. I, I'll, I'll give it to you after work. Like, and you can take it home with you. And I'm like, okay, cool. Thinking that like he went somewhere and was like, hey man, I saw this shirt or whatever. And like, you know, thought of you, I bought it, whatever. No, he had like he had the box of porno tapes. <laughs> and he's like he's like it's yours now. And I was like, "No." No, like how do I explain to my parents that I at at 17 that I'm driving home with this giant box of porn tapes? Like, no, I I can't I can't do it. I can't do it. And so 
So like he keeps saying, "No, dude, you, you, like it, the the gift is now yours. Like I'm, I'm I'm giving it to you." And the last time I ever saw him, the last time I ever saw this guy was I was working, and he was picking up his paycheck, and he came in, and he was like, he picked up, and he goes with he goes, "This is the check. This is the check where." I am going to now go buy this truck, right? Like he, he made his goal, right? And he's like, he's like, I got it. I'm, I'm going to go buy it right after this. But before I do, I just want to tell everybody here, this is the worst job I ever had. I hate so many of you people. I quit. This job, like he's, he's like looking at the manager. He's like, "You can go to hell." I always hated you. Blah blah blah. Jesus, I'm gonna go buy this truck. I quit. This is all I wanted out of this was was this truck. I'm gonna go buy it. And somebody, I swear to God, somebody before they left, they were like, "Man, that was awesome." Like, what are you gonna do for gas money? And his face. <laughs> His face was just like he did not comprehend. Like he did not, he did not understand because he was like he had not factored that into the equation that he would have to buy gas money. And so he left, and like he he was like, oh, and the manager's like, yeah, you need to leave. Like there's no chance he's getting his job back. He's he's out. So he leaves. And like as he's leaving, I was like, "Hey man, like you know, I, I went out to to say, hey man, because I had no idea he was going to do any of that.'" And I was like, "Man, like you were, you're a good guy. Sorry that that happened the way it happened. Bummer, but I hope you go get the truck. You know, all that, all that stuff." And he's like, "He leaves with me. He was like, do me one favor, take the box." <laughs> because because it was still in the back of his car. And he was like, "Do me this favor, take the box." And there, he like he was at his lowest. I took the box. What'd you do at the? I mean, obviously, uh, I know what you did, but yeah. where did you put a box of porn? Uh, it lived in my in the trunk of my car for a while, underneath a blanket, uh, like that I could that I could push back because we had the Thunderbird, so it had a big it had a big trunk. Yeah. Um. And when I went to college, it got left with my friend Matt. I don't know if I should have said his name. Nah, whatever. Um, you didn't say last name, dude. It was it was like oh, it, it was like I left for college in '02. It's fine. It was long after that because uh, by that time it was kind of like pointless. Like DVDs were kind of a thing. Like had become a thing by that point, and so VHS tapes really weren't that useful for anything. So. But yeah, like I left for college, and so I passed the gift along uh, to somebody else, and I, I, I guess I need to follow up with him and see whatever happened to the box after that. Because yeah, I did. Like I, I like literally, I passed it off. Like I, it was like, um, it was like the. Uh, what's that? What's the movie where you have to pass off to somebody else? Um, the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants? Sure, let's go with that. There was a Sisterhood of Pantsless in that box, but... 
Uh, <laughs> I-O. Uh, so yeah, like I, that it was, it was crazy. Cause they had like the big, like, like the oversized, like the Disney style clamshell cases that were like super obvious that they were dirty movies. Like they didn't try and hide that at all to help anybody. So yeah, uh, that as his parting gift, I finally like he was. It was literally a man at his lowest. It was like a deathbed wish. Yeah, just looking at him because he's like, "Hey, man." He's like, "Thanks for everything." It was you made that job fun. He's like, "Can you do me one favor?" And I was like, "Of course, man. Anything." Like you're at your lowest. I'm real sorry that this happened. What can I do for you to cheer you up and and make this you know send him home happy? And he was just like, "Will you take the box?" And I was just like, motherfucker. Fuck. <laughs> like, son of a... Son of a bitch. Uh, so, uh, the the box of, of, of porno tapes. I guess, yeah, in the chat, yeah, it might have... It, it follows. Yeah, so the box of porno tapes became my It Follows. And... And until I was able to pass it along to somebody else, and it was probably destroyed shortly after that because they became obsolete, but... Uh, I think that might be the best story that I have never told you. And I've heard a lot of your good ones because it, yeah, like the, the big, the big box of porno tapes <laughs> might be the best story that I don't think I ever told. I'm just thinking about the, um, the 40 year old virgin, where he's like trying to get him to hand off the box and he's just like, no, I don't want your giant box of pornography. <laughs> it was, it was very much like that. Uh, and cause he did, he was like, Hey, he's like, when they get married or they get into a relationship or whatever, uh, he's like, I get, he's like, we, we, we share the box so, or not the box, but like, you know, somebody adds to like that, like they pass off their collection to somebody else. So like, you know, they, there were like six of them, and then you know one of them would shift it, shift their collection to the other. So then five of them had them all, and then four, and then three, and then two, and it had worked there his way to way down to just him. So he had like the like the fucking Voltron of porno tapes, where it was like every every piece had come together. He had like the the Megazord of of porn tapes, <laughs> and. Uh, so yeah, he, he had to, it got to the point where he needed like the giant box to carry them all in. And so that the giant box of porno tapes. That was a thing. You want to hear the story about when, uh, actually, you know what? I'm just going to tell this. All right. So I had, uh, you know, I, I worked at that chicken place twice. Yeah. I got my first job when I was 15 and, you know, Kentucky state rules where you, you aren't allowed to work more than 15 or like 16 hours a week or something like that. Right. And you couldn't work past seven o'clock Monday through Friday while school was in, or I think it was regardless of whether or not school was in. So there were a few of us there and there was one guy uh, I'm just going to call him by his last name because that's important later to the story. Okay. Uh, and it was Kang. Kang. Okay. K 
Kang. K I N G. Oh, Kang. Okay, I thought you said Kang, Kang. like Kang and Kodos from The Simpsons. No, no, no. It's like, all right, Kang. Kang, got it. All right, King. King. Okay. Um, so he he was uh, weird to say the least. All right. Um, his dad was kind of like uh, his dad had done like some music stuff and that sort of thing, and like. Uh, he and his dad are in like, you know, one of the um, Nappy Roots music videos where there's like a cookout. They're like in that. And but the dude had like he was so fucking socially awkward. Mm, been there. Like he, had, he had a crush on one of the girls we worked with. So instead of just asking her for her number, he's like, nah, man, I got this surefire way. And I was like, okay. Oh, God. So he asks her what her mom and dad's uh, names are. Her mom or uh, her father was dead. Oh. So, and I think her mom left it like unlisted because of her job or something. So literally their home phone number was listed under the three kids names. So Yikes. it was super awkward. He would try like if any girls from his school came in, he would try and like flirt with them to seem cool. And he got a job at uh he got an interview at 16 at there was a um it was a an EB like electronics boutique. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. across from where Chick-fil-A was, if you, I think I've pointed it out to you, like when we've been in the mall before, like where, where hot topic is, is where like our, our Chick-fil-A was, it had its own seating area and all that stuff. Um, so he gets an interview with the EB across the street, gets his interview and kind of does what the truck guy does, uh. just comes in and, Talks about, like, I've never really liked this job. I'm going to somewhere where I'm going to like it more. I quit. I don't like any of you. Blah, blah, blah. Bye. So he doesn't get the other job. Of course not. And comes back, like, begging. And, of course, you know, he's told no. You quit without notice. That makes you non-rehirable. Blah, 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 blah. So... We don't see each other for a long time, and I end up going to a GameStop in, like, oh, yeah, it was when, like, it was a, a little while after the week came out, so probably, like, early 07. And, man, he'd finally gotten the job. Oh, good for him. Persistence pays off. So, you know, we do, the like, the Facebook friend thing for a little bit, and then, again, like, I see him that one time, never see him again. And then when I was living in that townhouse where we met, um, I go and pick up Pizza Hut one night, and guess who's in the drive-thru? Oh. So we see each other. Hey, how are you? Yeah, doing good, doing good, doing good. I don't speak to him for another three years. Three years. Like, I defriend him off Facebook, all this stuff. We, like, pass each other at... A convention and wave like that's it uh, and uh, a week later I'm at work 
and I get this message from him that's like, Hey man, uh, I need you to do me a solid. I'm like, okay, what's going on, dude? Uh, you know, I mean, I can try and help if I can. He's like, uh, I need to borrow $400. Uh, no. And yeah, that's the first thing that goes through my head is I was like, uh, you're not trying to borrow anything from someone you haven't spoken to in three years. You are asking for with no intention on returning. So he, uh, spins some story and I just respond with, man, I'm getting ready to move. I don't have any spare money. I'm sorry. <laughs> and he's like, all right, that, that's cool. I understand. <clears throat> See, so, it's, it's that lack of ambition that makes you need $400 in the first place. Oh, no, this gets so much better. So I uh, like decide at that point, I'm, like, I'm going to go back to his Facebook. And all his posts are just like, I'm the king. I'm the king, 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 king. Uh. And he posted one literally an hour before he messaged me saying big things are happening. Just got to make small moves first. Uh. It's like, no, bro. No, 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 no. So, yeah, dude tried to uh, hit me up and occasionally it'll like cross my mind and be like, I wonder whose life he's fucking up now. So. Uh, like, yeah, it's. At least Drew Dude gave you a box of porn. This guy he tried to did. take four hundred dollars from me. Do you think he would have traded you for a box of porn for that four hundred dollars? Possibly. Maybe so. But would you have wanted the porn that he would have given you? I don't know. Probably not. Because that's the thing that I've learned is you never really know somebody until you learn what kind of porn they're into. And then okay. it changes everything about your relationship with them. And just let that sit for a second. Yeah. That you just don't know. Until like you know, you're you're walking by somebody or like you're you you catch someone off guard and they've got like something up on their phone and you're like, Whoa, that's freaky even for me. And then you never see that person the same way ever again. Like ever. Yeah. Yeah. If you're like, whoa, you made it to page 15 of the, the Pornhub recommendations, and now you're into that stuff where people pretend to eat you. That's uh, fucked up. Like, and then you never uh, look at them the same ever again. <laughs> ever. Like, ever. Because you can't unsee that shit. Yeah. 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 Like, it, oh. it's weird. But anyway, I digress. I think one of the biggest issues I had with that guy, especially like after looking back up, was I fucking hate the oversharer on Facebook. Yeah, like just because you have a thought doesn't mean that you need to post it online for everybody. It's kind of, and I, I understand in some cases it's like an art form. Like, I think dear friend of the show, Sorry Hat, is really good about it, and he's really good about the art of shit posting. Yeah. Um, but not everyone is like sharing 15 office memes a day. It, I mean, it means you are literally shit posting, but you're not a shit poster, right? Like you're just bad at posting. You are a shitty poster. Yeah. 
Uh, same. I mean, wash, rinse, repeat with any show. If it's Seinfeld, The Sopranos, anything like that. Like if you're just posting several memes from the same show, or just yeah, if you go to it and it says like ten thousand shares, there's probably no point in you sharing it. You're just gonna be real. Yeah. So, but don't like the overshare. Don't like. Yeah, don't like the overshare. Don't like. The, the constant memer, so. Yeah, I like the people online who share podcast episodes and then funny insights. Ooh, like I like the, those too. Like the Talk Nerdy to Me podcast network page, which is now on Twitter to match everything else, TN2M Podnet. Yeah. Uh, everything is now uniform, which is about time. So it only took us a while. Too long. Yeah. That wasn't a joke at you. No, it was because I, I had the power to change that Twitter handle and I just never did for like. I have the power. I'm about to take a drink of beer. Uh, that's when you do have the most power. Is Because see, oh God, see, I can't do that because. I'm be making a joke for two, but then if the wrong person hears it, I get in trouble. Well, fuck it. Who cares? Uh, see, for you, you have the power, and fortunately for your bookshelves, they don't have to cower in fear. Um, <laughs> joke for two. Don't care. Got them. Uh, I will. I, I will say it. I will say it. I'm not afraid. Yeah. Fuck them. Oh god, I got scared because my phone lit up that I got a text message, and I was like, oh shit. As I'm saying, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. And then I was like, oh, shit. Now nah, we're good. We good. We good. Continue shit talking. That's kind of everything I had. All right. Uh, we got to we gotta do some of that shit talking when, uh, when we hit our live show. Oh, obviously. Because uh, I can't wait to get back to... The live shows where we are, uh, we're drinking, telling stories. The fun story about how we met. The one, the one question that you like, the very first question that you ever, like, the first thing that you ever said to me, which was a question, and it's, I, like, I still vividly remember it to this day. And man, who would have thought? Here we are, almost ten years later. True. Yeah. No, it's been over 10 years. It has it been? Man. I think we're coming up on 11. Oh, hell yeah. So, mm, or maybe maybe this is 10. I don't even know anymore. It goes like a blur. But, gosh, yeah, I'm, I'm so psyched. I'm still looking, uh, still nothing on the Conapalooza page, because I want to get back to Conapalooza, man. Conapalooza was awesome. Oh, yeah? Uh, oh, yeah? But uh, they have an updated. They did an update on January first, and then they did an update on Star Wars Day, and that's it. That's all they've done was this the, year. Was the Star Wars Day? Was it just like a meme or something? Yeah, too? yeah, yeah. It wasn't even like a like a. They posted like something about them. It was just like a Happy Star Wars Day thing. So nothing really new on that. But we're gonna be. Uh, we, we've got some fun stuff in store for LexCon in September. That'll be good, the 9th through the 12th, in the whatever they're calling that building now. 
I don't even know okay. anymore because they did all the renovation on it. But then it's it's called something else. Like it's not. I have no idea what it's called. I uh, yeah, I need to like drive past it and see how it looks now. It's not. It's not the the Lexington Convention Center anymore. It's like it's got an actual name, and it's hold on. Let me see if I can look it up real quick because it's got like a. Yeah. I know it's got like some new fancy name for the new yeah. fancy center. It's going to be the, oh. the, the, the food court has been destroyed. Oh, I do know that. So we're going to have to, I'll have to find somewhere for us to eat. Like they don't even have any food court at all. No. What? They're going to ha- like, I hope Jared has a deal with like 10 different food trucks. Yeah. Cause well now where am I going to, where are we going to stand in line and be convention famous? True. Where are we gonna where are we gonna go for an afternoon beer? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh no. I'm asking the tougher question. Oh no. I'm asking the tougher question. Where are we going for the afternoon beer? Oh you just you just broke my heart. Buddy, I broke my own heart because it just hit me right before I asked it. Oh God. That's that just like that just wrecked my whole night. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like legit. Like we used to go to what was it? Was it yesterday's? Tomorrow's? Yeah. What's it called? Yesterday's. Okay. Yeah, yesterday's. The, the, the pool bar. Yeah. And we used to because at that point it was like March Madness, so we would watch whatever March Madness game was on there when we wanted to get rid of the uh, when we wanted to get away from the Ghostbusters table, or just when we, <laughs> when we got tired of walking around and we were like, let's go get a drink. And oh man. And we had those really good uh, for for like pre made by like the the. Probably fifty at a time. Those wings. Yeah, <sighs> buddy. Yeah, I know it's been ruined. I'll, 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 I'll think of somewhere good for us. R.I.P. That place because I can tell you it's not going to be the fucking Jimmy John's that's right there. No, no. Because you know what they don't have? Beer. Beer. Yeah. Yeah. And we you know need what's that. important. Yeah, you know what is is vital to us having a great time. Beer. Yeah, true. Thousand percent. So yeah, that. Uh, gosh, yeah, we're gonna have to re-figure out this plan because this is. You not- know that means you probably have a problem. Yeah, I have several problems. Alcohol's not one of them. It's just first in the alphabet. It's just alphabetically first, <laughs> but you know, fucking whatever. God, now yeah, we're gonna have to come up. Well, we have we have time to come up with a battle plan, so we'll do that. Yeah. Uh, by that time. You know, we'll hopefully be able to do a the the live shot of me getting my first tattoo. Fingers crossed, man. That would be ideal. I'm hoping. So, um, but uh, gosh, I was trying to think of I was trying to think of if there were any other like really funny work stories. Oh, buddy, pick a but, job for but, me. Uh, Uh, Where do you want to go? You want to go chicken place, popcorn store, uh, the 24 hour pharmacy or the private pharmacy? See, yeah, that's the thing is, is you've had a lot of like wide variety, uh, a good smattering of industries. Yeah. Mine has pretty much all been like customer facing retail and, um, and then office stuff. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I've been doing the office thing for almost two years now. That's true. You have. So, uh, literally, pick a job. Uh, let's go popcorn place. Popcorn place. I've already told you about the dude who demanded a refill because he's... I've told you the icy guy story, right? Uh, I think so. Okay, okay. So we'll, we, we'll skip the icy guy story. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to remember who was working this the, this day with me, but there was one bitch. Because we, we were like the only food on that place. It was like us and a cookie store. And there was like a candy shop. But there was like nowhere good to like eat. So... Uh, but there was this one bitch who always had a problem. Like she could come in and the popcorn like could be like fresh. Like if it could be like very, very fresh caramel corn and you know what she would do? It's too sticky. Well, that's, that's the caramel part of it. That's that part of the equation. So my favorite is one day, I know it was me and I know my friend Zach was there. I can't remember who the third person it was. It was either Sean or Evan. So lady comes in and, you know, she was about as old as Jesus and she wants nachos. All right, cool. So I go, I get her little nachos ready and she was like, put jalapenos on those. Okay, cool. So... You know, put some jalapenos on there. Like one rolls off the chips into the, uh, like into the sauce, like into the cheese sauce. And I set it down, get her drink. And I'm like, all right, it's going to be X amount of money. She's like, I didn't tell you to put jalapenos in the cheese. I was like, oh, well, you know, sorry. It just rolled in there. She's like, make it again. Uh, and no, ma'am. And knowing we have, a, a massive bag of like the nacho chips, you know, like the circular nacho chips yeah. that you'd see at like the ballpark or like yeah. you know, anywhere. Those are good. Knowing we have another massive bag of those, I'm just looking at her and I was like, those are the last ones. <laughs> and before she can say anything, I like take it and like put it behind me. And I know Zach picked up on her being an absolute dick. So he's like, all right, if she's not going to eat them, and he just takes the chip, dips it into the cheese, gets the jalapeno, and eats it ah. like, directly in front of her. And I was like, uh, anything else for you today? And she tries to like take the drink and walk off. And I'm like, ma'am, you haven't paid for that soda. Uh, if you don't, if you don't come back, we're, you know, I'm probably not going to serve you again. So she comes back and like, I, she is seething at this point. Gives me like the two bucks and just like walks off. Just throw in the $2. Be like, yeah, this place sucks, but I'm going to be back. I love it when people say that. Is uh, when they're like, I'm never coming back. And it's like, cool, see you tomorrow. Thanks. Oh, I have another really quick one about the popcorn store. All right. Uh, Douchebag kids come in and they try and pull two things at the same time. So uh, they come in. I'm this is the summer after my senior year, I think. So I'm 18. These kids look like they're about like 12 or 13, but like really trying to act hard. So he's like, hey, man, my pen's not working. Can you try and fix it for me? It was one of those electric things. So I push the thing. It shocks me. Ha, ha, ha. I drop it and it falls behind her counter. And he's like, he's like, all right, man, I got you. Give it back. And I was like, no. Nope. He's like, what? 
I was like, dude, you don't get to like do that to me, laugh in my face when I don't know you, and then expect me to like you know help you out. I'm not giving it back to you. He starts to lift up the counter. I just put my hand down, and then his friend's like, all right, well, if you're not going to give that back to him, can I get like change for the? Or he's like, can I get cash for these? And holds up three rolls of uh, dimes. Nope, go to the bank. So I'm like, yeah, maybe, but you have to buy something. So, you know, he gets a small soda or whatever, and he hands them to me, and I just crack open the first one in front of him and realize they're all pennies, and I just, like, throw them on the counter, and I'm like, nope, bye. And he's like, but you owe me $15. I was like, I don't know you shit. Get out. Yeah. Uh, well, let's call the cops and have them sort it out then. No, 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 we're good. We're good. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. So, he gone. Good, because I think can we can we bring it back? Oh yeah, we can bring it back. Can we bring this back where we say people like that? Hashtag GFY. Go fuck yourself. Oh GFY. We haven't done that yet this this time. Uh, and so, yeah, we haven't done the hashtag GFY. We might have to have a segment where we just tell people to GFY. Yeah, people we want to GFY. Well, what we'll do is okay. How about this? Okay. How about next week? Can we advertise next week we bring back Chris and Chris to America? Chris and Chris oh, reach yeah. out and touch somebody. So we'll we'll bring that back next week. And what we'll start doing is like when we get a cool person, we'll ask them if there's anybody that they want to say GFY to. Yeah. And we can start compiling like a master GFY list. And okay. we could just have people like, like we could just have like an, an ongoing like I'll start like a word document, like a Google Doc or something that every time yeah. like we have one that's like, hey, so and so GFY hashtag GFY. And like I'll just add it to the list. And then as we call people. If they're cool, like uh, like Gary probably would have added somebody to the GFY list. Or was it was it Craig? Was it Craig or was it Gary? Refund. Oh, Gary would add its own to the GFY list. Gary, Gary would have been like, "Yeah, man, refund, like, like refund Gary, GFY," and um, so we would add that to the list, and then we'll have like this big master list of all the people like ongoing constantly that we just say GFY to. Into it, I think. This so is a great into idea. it, I think this is a great idea. The master list. This is good. The master list of people that can GFY. Yes, and then that'll be added to our uh, our our uh, t-shirt shop. Hashtag GFY. Uh, we need to get that going. I know. I need to find the. Uh, I'll set it up. I just need to like. I'll start. Um. I'll I'll link. I'll 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 look it up tomorrow. We'll we'll get something set up. Hopefully by next episode, we'll start being able to talk about our merch store. Works for me because we got to get that. We got to get that going. We have too many good ideas to not have a merch store going. So we'll have to get that going, and then when we start doing live shows again, we'll be able to wear our own merch. We'll be those guys. Oh, absolutely! That we'll have every our, WWE wrestler ever. Yeah, we'll have our own merch on as we're we're doing our shows, so that people will then go buy merch. I'll so have the uh, hashtag GFY yeah. shirt for our show. 
I love it. I love it. So, uh, future l- bright. L- 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 give me, give me a, give me a good work story, man. What you got? All right. So I've, I've told a lot of the toy store stories. Uh, yeah. a lot of those I, I, I don't want to tell again. I don't want to rehash. My favorite one of all time is, of course, the dressing room story, but it's perfect. You can go back and find that one. Uh, cause I won't, I won't retell that one. Uh, let's see. How about, okay. I'll tell, I'll tell this one from the toy store. And so at the, at, at Toys R Us before they went out of business, RIP in America, rip. They, when you got high priced electronics or video games or anything like that, they didn't have like the actual item on the shelf. They had the tickets that like the a paper ticket mm-hmm. and you would, you would take the paper ticket and you would go through the checkout and they would, it had, each ticket had a little barcode on it for that item. And then they would, you'd bring it to a desk and then somebody at the desk would then go and pick it up out of the back. Yeah, it was even into like even into the 2000s. They did this to the point where it was like it was not productive at all. But they did oh, it no. anyway because we had to continuously check inventory and then you had to write like two one plus one on some of them and then last on the next one. So that when you got it, you knew that there should be one plus one and then one left. It was a, just a weird system. But what we did was somebody brought somebody had bought. And then returned like a little like Power Wheels motorcycle. Yeah. It was like a Power Wheels like Kawasaki looking like speed motorcycle, right? And so what we did was instead of processing it back through the claims department and getting a refund for it, we put it right around the corner behind the ticket booth or the ticket counter so what we would do is whoever was working the, the, the <laughs> counter, you could see where, where this is going, is they would take the ticket. They'd be like, yeah, let me go get that for you, and, and I'll be right back. And then you'd go around the corner, and you, like, you'd scan it, and it would tell you like what bay it was in. It would be like you know uh, G6, and you'd be like, okay, so it's aisle G, bay 6. We, we'll go back and get it. And we would go, and we'd get on the little Kawasaki bike and then just fly back there. <laughs> stop where it was and then grab it put it on put like like hold on to it with one hand and then zip back and it got to the point where we we did that so often and it was like every day we were just zipping back and forth and and fulfilling these tickets so fast that if you googled the store and you looked at like the, if you looked at the google reviews mhm there were so many that were like, oh, yeah, they're, and, and they're, they're tickets. Like, if you give them a ticket, like, you only wait, like, 30 seconds, and they come back with it. It's so fast. I don't like the ticket system, but they make it so fast. It, bar- it feels like you barely even wait to the point that the, the corporate office called and were like, they, like they, they, they asked the store manager, and, like, they were apparently on the phone with him for, like, half an hour because he couldn't explain why we had so many positive feedback reviews about how fast our ticketing system fulfillment was because they were trying to they they were trying to implement it in other stores they were trying to copy it because they were like these other stores are having such a hard time because the people can't find the stuff or whatever how are you guys doing it so fast so we can mimic it in other stores and he couldn't tell them because it was such a huge violation oh yeah 
Like, it would have gotten everybody fired. So he's like, uh, uh, well, we're just real organized. And they're like, no, no, it's not an organization thing because you guys are, are like, going all the way to the end of the bays and coming back, like, so fast. Like, how are you guys doing it so fast? And he, uh, uh, well, you know, we have a complex system where we all just, like, we're really well trained. And they're like, no, no, it's not a training thing. Like, how are you guys doing it? And he could never give them, like, a straight answer. And... They like that. They, well, you know, do like what we're going to have to do, I think, is, you know, maybe I guess we're going to have to send someone from corporate to go and observe. And see how you guys are doing it. And so, like, the last I heard before I quit is they were playing like corporate was going to be sending somebody to figure out, like, how we were doing it so fast. And so, like, to the point where people were so thrilled about the ticket system, which was like the dumbest system. Yeah, but. We did it that way so unsafely and so fast that it got the it, it got on the radar of the corporate headquarters. So that's fucking perfect. It was it was funny because like he because he like he didn't know to the extent, but like he kind of knew that like we were doing something like that, but he didn't know like specifically, and and part of that was so that you know he wouldn't he wouldn't have that burden of knowledge to have to, you know, rat everybody out. So he was like, it was like the worst phone call I've ever had because I couldn't give him a straight answer. And they knew that I couldn't give him a straight answer. So they just kept asking me and he sucked anyway. So whatever. Uh, but yeah, so we put him in a real uncomfortable position because we would, you just hear like the, Vroom. <laughs> and we would be back with whatever it was. It was like 15 seconds, and they're like, holy shit, Like, how did you do this? And we're just like, customer services, job one, you have a great day. Oh, it was, it was the best, dude. It, we you broke off now, you hear? Yeah, you get the fuck out of here and don't come back. Like, we legit, like, oh my god, it was... That was, the, that was a job. I had so much fun, because we broke so many rules, and so many probably safety laws, that it made it so well. We rode pallet jacks. We, oh my god, dude, it was it was amazing. Ah, uh, I wish I would have gotten him fired for that, but oh well. I had people that I worked with, like at that point, like I'd been there so long that I was like, you know, when you you've been at a job so long, you kind of get that swagger. Yeah, we we're like, I got this. So like when we hired, when we brought in new people, like for holidays. Um, I would give them nicknames based on their most identifiable feature, not by their actual name. <laughs> and so, like, there was one guy, and, like, I still see him from time to time, like, in in passing. Um, I called him Gary Busey because he was nothing but forehead and teeth. And so, like, I legit, like... Did you I, call him that to his face? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, like, I see him, like, I will still see him, and I'm like, Busey! And, like, he'll laugh, and he's like, that's me! And, oh, God, dude, I, there were people that I was just like, I called them name tag number one and name tag number two. Uh, <laughs> God, dude, it, there was one guy, I called him Chef Boy RD. Like, shit. Like, I want to know, now I'm back to the beginning, because I'm like, I want to know what happened to all those people. Where is Ooh. Chef Boy RD right now? Ah. Oh. 
where I don't even like I I kind like I don't even remember their names like their actual names because I never learned them because I was like you guys are temporary so you're name tag number two you're name tag number one <laughs> like literally like that's how shitty I was to work with back then I was a dick and I like I I, I never told him why I called him Gary Busey I just but it was because he was all forehead and teeth. He had to know. I I hope so. He had to I know. I hope so. So yeah, that was the thing. Is like I, um, yeah, I literally I would tell people I'm like, yeah, like I'm just I'm basically I'm 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 gonna call you by like how I can identify you, and that's basically <laughs> it. <laughs> we we had a temporary employee at the uh, at the popcorn store that was just he was just holidays, so we just called him. Fired. <laughs> the whole time he worked there. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up, fired. Oh, that's uh, awesome. That is so great. I love stuff like that. So yeah, that that that's that's the point where you're like you're so comfortable at your job that you're just like you're not like a flat out dick, but you're just like there everybody's just like this fucking guy. Oh my god. I love it. God. Oh, well, we're, uh, we're uh, I, I want to, because I mentioned it a few more times or uh, so much tonight. I, I got to give one shout out to the thing at the popcorn store. Do it. Uh, just one quick shout out for a, a dude who was drinking underage and doing other things under, or, you know, that are illegal. There was never, and I still stick by this. If you can find a slush puppy machine somewhere and you're hungover, Make a blue raspberry slush puppy. Maybe squirt a little bit of grape in there for some extra flavor. Maybe. And uh, it's 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 the hangover cure, man. Or it was when I was eighteen. Dude, so like, like regular slushies and like i like ices and all that stuff, they pale in comparison to the slush puppy. The slush puppy. Like if you find a name brand like a slush puppy and they're using like the slush puppy branded stuff. Like that's the apex for me. The ICs are okay. You better hope I never get money. <laughs> Actually, you won't. You better hope I do get money because then you're going to get a slush puppy machine. Oh my god, dude! Slush puppy machines are like the apex of frozen treat. <laughs> like ICs are a second. Like ICs are good. Everything else is a distant third. Distant third. Uh, uh, this is also the non-alcoholic, right? 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 So, yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. like you go to your store and and uh, you get them, uh, not the ones you make at home, because then it's a whole nother scale. But we're not there. No. Oh my god! Now I'm like, can you do like a locator for slush, like a slushpuppy.com have a locator, dude? Because I'm about, I'm about when we get done with this episode here in a minute, I'm I'm about to find out. I'm about Yo, to dog, if you, if you can find out. Like, let me see. Let me see if slushpuppy.com exists. It has to. They just, they, I know they did, they did pop figures for all the flavors. Yeah. So. Oh my God. What? You can find just a slush puppy. Like they have a, they have a branded official slush puppy branded machine. And it's like 70 bucks. It's not like the full size big one, 
but like like you'd find in a store, but like they have a branded one, a big one. If we went on eBay right now, oh, I'm I'm looking at it. The sixteen hundred dollar one. Yeah, dude, yeah. that's what we had. That oh thing my god! Put, hold on, God, I, I have to tell one more story now. I, it's so quick. It's so quick. So there's one day a bunch of us were off, and so we go up to the mall. We go by work. We uh, everyone's getting drinks. And they'd put a, a water alert out. So, like, no one was really serving soda or anything. Anything that was, was going through a water line, they were telling people, like, boil your water if you have to cook or anything like that. Like, they were literally basically being like, hey, something's contaminated. Like, don't even, like, they were telling people, don't wash your hands. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, workers and stuff still did. And uh, I, I know at those jobs, like, hand sanitizer or some, like, wipes or something were still... A big deal. So we get there, and, like, two of my friends get sodas, and me and one of my other friends, like, we make slush puppies. An hour later, the other two guys are like, man, we, we got to find a bathroom, like, oh, now. No. So they got hit with, like, uh, like, kind of a stomach bug thing for a couple hours because... They've had soda that uses carbonated water that comes through the water line. Uh, I've had a slush puppy, which just uses the, um, the mix. Yep. Okay. It doesn't go. Yeah. So life, life just hit me like a Mike Tyson peak uppercut. (laughs) So slush puppy, the slush puppy brand is owned by the IC company. What? And guess where their, guess where their head headquarters is. Guess where the company home base is. Where? Laverne, Tennessee. Buddy. So you know I'm going to hit this contact us button. I'm about to fucking email them. And see if we we can get a trip going. And I'm going to see what it takes to be part of like an ambassador. Ambassador program where we can. I'm going to try and get. See if we'll sponsor. That's exactly yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try and get into business with the IC company and be the official podcast of Slush Puppies. Because how cool would that! Oh yes, dude. All right, I got yes. work to do. Yeah. I got to email. I got to. I got to send some emails. I got to put on my business. I got my business pen out, and I got to. I got to write me an email to the IC company. Re Slush Puppies. We are. Let's we're fucking. Dude, we're making deals today. Go. Oh. Oh, L F G G F Y F W B podcast. All right, uh, so we're we're gonna call it here. I think we we got an hour ten. We're calling it here for this week. Hopefully next week we'll have an update on the slush puppy dealings, and we'll we'll reach out and we'll touch somewhere across America. Yep. Uh, if I can find a way to call somewhere in Italy, I will. But we'll see what happens. Um, but until then, um, you can you can hit uh, hit up uh, patreon.com slash FWB podcast. If you like what you hear, give us a like, give us a share. If you find if you know of somebody that would enjoy the show, share it with them. We would appreciate it a whole lot. And, you know, while you're doing that. You know, if you're talking about us on social media, give us a little shout out. Hashtag FWB podcast. I guess we need to like search that hashtag more just to see if anyone actually is talking about us. Uh, yeah, I, hold on. I'm going to I'm going to do it. 
I'm gonna see if anybody's talking about it. while you're while you continue to go. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna look. Um. So, you know, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Still need to figure out how to. Uh, oh my gosh, I want to wait and see if maybe, maybe if we get spon- spon- sponsored by Slush Puppy, if they'll uh, if they'll pay for a Snapchat filter for us. Hashtag oh FWBB, and then the bottom right it says sponsored by Slush Puppy. Yeah, I'd be so happy. Um, you know, w- but regardless, I think we're gonna try and get that going. Hopefully, next week we got some merch stuff for you. Until then, my friends, stay happy, stay safe. I can't think of anything clever, so James Woods is a dick. Thanks for being our friends with benefits.